Welcome to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, where our goal is to connect listeners to the great outdoors with hosts Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. I'm host Ben Brandell, owner of Meant to Be Outdoors, instructor of outdoor skills, and passionate about personal growth. I'm host Brian Hoffmeyer, wildlife biologist and avid outdoorsman. Welcome back to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Brian, with my co-host, Ben, and today's episode is a follow-up episode to an episode we did a few weeks ago about backpacking gear. We did an episode, we covered really the best backpacking gear on the market. We put that all together in a kit. We had some great response, some great feedback, but we had some listeners request well, maybe you could put together a kit that doesn't cost $3,300. <laughs> so yeah. that is what we're going to do today. Uh, Ben's been really deep in the research. I mean, he's looked at so much gear over the last probably 10 days. Uh, I was gone on vacation, so it gave you a lot of time to sit down and really put some effort into this. And we're going to be sharing that with y'all today. But before we get started with our budget backpacking episode, we need to give thanks. I actually think that uh, you gave me too much time for this for this podcast because like you said like well, the, i kind of had to steer you back like this is what we're doing i know when, when you got back and we really sat down you're like no no because because of as much time as i had to do this i really did dig in um and i think that's where i give my thanks again that i, I have shared this before but i am just so thankful that we live in a country that we can we can actually get stressed out about how much product and how much equipment and things that we have access to <laughs> matter of fact in one of my uh my life groups on wednesday nights uh a gal in my group was just really talking about how her son um doesn't know what to do with his life after college but yet she began to say like but he's had this option and this and this and this and and that was what i was like i was like but isn't that so cool that we have options we live in a place that has options I uh, I left a church, uh, not the church. I still believe in Jesus Christ, worship, follow Him. But I left a church and and went and was seeking a new church. And I live in a place that has more churches than restaurants. <laughs> but just so thankful that we have options and and almost anything and everything that we want or do. And I'm just so thankful for that because I do fear that one day soon a lot of this may and could be gone and yeah. that that makes i me think we're sad. far more fragile than than we believe we are that we think about being every day and a lot of those options could go away probably quicker and easier than we think but right now we have them so we should we should have a, a positive heart posture tor- towards that and, and be thankful for it what i am thankful for today uh, you know i just got back from vacation i spent a week with my family down in florida and just being able to disconnect from work, disconnect from the daily, get the kids to school, get the mail, take the trash out, take the dogs out, feed the ch- just the daily little things that add up to end up being exhausting. Honestly, I can get to a point where I'm so exhausted, I don't even realize I'm exhausted because it's just a normal state. But being able to disconnect from all that and see the dolphins jumping and see the bald eagles flying over the top of the pot of dolphins and playing in the ocean with your kids, disconnecting from all that, God really gave me this realization like, I have an awesome life. And so I could go down a ginormous list of really specific things that I'm thankful for, but just to generalize it, because that's not what this whole episode is about, I am thankful for the life that God has allowed me to live from 
from the home that I live in to where I live in the Ozarks to the people that are in my life to that I have options. I have a food uh, fridge full of food, a vehicle, things to go hunt with, things to go camp with, money to buy backpacking gear with, that it's even an option to shop for. And, and that is different for everybody, but I would challenge everybody this week just to sit down and, and take a minute to uh, evaluate your life because it is so easy for me, I'll just say personally, to get kind of in this a funk. Everybody knows they, they get in this funk sometimes. It's so easy to get in these routines and mundane processes of life and get in a funk, even though our lives are awesome. So I'm thankful for my awesome life, and I challenge you to step out of that funk and evaluate how awesome your life is. You know, actually, that leads right into what we're talking about today, because I, I believe that when we go in the outdoors, it does allow us to do that very thing. And, you know, even though we have all this access to equipment, the nice part is is we're, we're leaving behind for a short time things that we do get tired of and get stressed out with, you know, taking out the trash uh, every day to dragging it up the hill to let the garbage man pick it up, you know. But again, how thankful that we have those things, that we have to worry about it because we could live in a day where we literally only have what's on our back. Dude, you know what? I have I have flown on an airplane several times. I didn't fly till I was an adult, but I have now. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever flown with my kids. And we decided to fly just because my kids are young and that long in the car doing the same thing. It, it's kind of, it, it, it's tough. So we decided to fly and <laughs> flying ended up being really tough. But that's a whole different story. But as we're going through these airports, we had to go in Atlanta, which is like a hub for everything. It's massive. It's like 30 minutes to get from one side to the other. Just sitting here thinking, Look at all of these thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And as we're going by every gate, I'm looking and reading where each of these airplanes is flying to. Then there are places I've never heard of, and they have airports that airplanes fly into. Right. You can go anywhere in the world in a day's time, pretty much. And everyone is all the time. And I just, I'm just blown away by that. Every time I go to an airport, it's just so crazy to me that we're people are just jet setting around the world every day all the time you know we do lose we lose track of that just being in our homes going to work and then for those that travel a lot they get used to that as well yeah, you, you forget to get in your routine yeah. yeah the norm so but i am glad you're back uh i'm glad you had a great vacation and uh yeah glad you're back and, and ready to rock and roll so can't wait to to maybe maybe we do need to do a podcast in the future of um how you got from point A to point B and what you took with you with mm. equipment and what worked for you and the kids. Um, how did you survive yeah. your your time down in Florida? So A hint to that would be I'm always amazed at what you can actually get through TSA with. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they do a good job. You know, I, they're basically like, what, are they just looking for black powder residue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, they're probably not survival trained. I'll say that. I'll say that. But. Maybe not. Well, let's get into talking about our backpacking gear. Let's talk about our credentials for this. You know, our last episode, which was really the best backpacking kit that you could put together, money wasn't considered. We were just spending away uh, like we had it to spend. Weight was considered. We were trying to get the most expensive and the lightest, and quality was definitely considered. We wanted the best, the lightest, and if it ended up being most expensive, we went for it because usually the best and the lightest is 
the most expensive. But for this episode, this is more of a budget-friendly episode. So the request was, rather than a, a over $3,000 kit, this is to keep it under $1,000. So if you're wanting to go get good gear and backpack, this is under $1,000. You can put a complete kit together with all of the stuff we're talking about today. But Ben, just to remind everybody, how do we define backpacking? So backpacking, how we're going to define it for this is going to be you're doing at least one overnight trip. So it could be multiple, but for us, hiking is going to be really a day hike. You're you're not relying on what's in your backpack to get you through. However, hiking can take place during backpacking because there are people that may set up one campsite and stay at this campsite all week long, but they want to go on side hikes. For us here, we are, we're basically going from point A to point B. So there's your one night and then probably to another point the next night and then another campsite the next night. You're loading up camp each night and setting up a new camp at the end of each, uh, each day. So why that's, why that's important for this is because how much weight is in your backpack is crucial. It's. (laughs) Yeah. You're only using what you brought. You're not stopping at places that you have access to Dollar Generals or gas stations. So if I have 80 pounds in my pack, but I know I only have to get to point B and we're going to stay there for four or five days, then I might pack differently. But knowing that I'm going to have to repack everything every night and move to a new campsite and carry all that in between A and B and then B to C, Mm -hmm. I really want to minimize my weight. Yeah. Absolutely. And and how we went through this last time, we're going to do the same thing. We kind of in episodes before, we've talked about how to pack, and you really want to go through the rooms of your house, and that's the supplies that need to go into your backpack. What what do I need for my bedroom? What do I need for my kitchen? And that's how we're going to go down this list. So let's start with the backpack. You've got to have the backpack first so that you can start packing gear in it. What backpack are we going with on this budget-friendly, under $1,000 backpacking list? Under 1000 bucks. Now, that was... That was tough. I mean, it was like when you're talking about quality, we're talking about value, we're talking about because I'm here to say there is there is so much equipment well, today, I'm, so much more than than even when I got into the wreck, like the wreck world of like, hey, you can make a, a living out of mm-hmm. doing like there is there is so much, Brian. It's unfathomable. Like you type in, you can learn about new brands every day. Oh my goodness, and and what's Really neat also is that you have other countries. Well, if you have a Facebook, just search one thing and you're going to get every well, yeah. new brand out there that's paid for that. <laughs> well, us talking about it, you say it <laughs> yeah. out loud, you're going to see it on your Facebook <laughs> later. But even other countries are starting to make products that are high quality value that, that people are seeing they're lasting a while and they're starting to sell them in America. And so mm-hmm. you, from Swiss companies, I mean, you have a lot of different brands now uh, from a lot of different places all over the all over the globe. And... You know, because of materials, I mean, you think about it, like most companies don't make garbage. I mean, if, if it's if it's garbage, I hope I don't offend anybody here, but it's probably like as seen on TV. Like if you're buying as seen on TV products, <laughs> you just got to be careful there. But most of the time, like from your local stores that we have today, most products work. You know mm. what I mean? They're, they're just not now... We'll see here after after COVID and, and <laughs> out of this post-COVID world and, and as new products come out, I don't know if they can maintain. But however, there are so many. And so keeping it under 1,000 was a challenge. But I'm hopeful and I believe that I was able to, to do that for you today. So 
should we save the cost, our total cost at the end, or should we? Yeah, let's wait. Okay, let's, let's wait. wait. But I do want you to talk about, um, let's give the price. Let's give the cost for each one, though. Okay. And and I do want people to hear how much this weighs. Okay. And so let's let's talk about cost and weight, and then at the end we'll give uh, we'll give the total. All right. All right, let's start with our backpack. So backpack, the one that I found um, uh, is the Granite Gear Crown 2, and it's a 60 liter. And this was so tough because when you're talking backpacks, you got to think, how many liters do I need? I found one that was 90 liter. Matter of fact, Brian yeah. owns a 90 liter. We, we like, you and I personally like big backpacks. We do, yeah. but your 90 liter is going to do a great job of carrying a bigger, bulkier sleeping bag than the 60 will. Right. And so when you're piecing this together and you're looking at it, but it's my 90 liter also weighs three times what the 60 it does. does. It does, but yet it does depend on your other equipment that you're carrying. Like right. it, it does get tricky here. So the reason I went with the Crown 260, a lot of reviews, I mean, people have just been shouting this bag like, hey. What was the name of the, the brand again? Granite Gear? Granite Gear. Granite Gear. Yeah, and I actually have some stuff sacks by them. They yeah. worked so well. Um, but again, this is a 60 liter. It weighs... 2.36 pounds, and it's a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Now that's right now, and that's what's another tricky thing. Um, we'll talk about this towards the end, but your prices, they are going to fluctuate throughout the year. So really pay attention um, to right. the price. Look multiple places that may be selling it and find that best. And right now selling. is uh, I'm going to quote air quotes here backpacking season. Like mm -hmm. it's fall. People want to go see fall colors as they're changing. It's a the after the first frost, people flood to this, a lot of these trails and areas. So this is a good time to be buying gear because well, you're going to get some sales. People are. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you some of these items I own. I personally own some of these items. Also, some of these items that you're going to look up, they are out of stock. And there, and a lot of them's like we'll be selling again in September. Like it is, it is that time of year that some of these products can be hard to find right now as well. But you also have 2023 products are still on the shelves, and 2024s are not out yet. So yep. there's, it, it, it can be a tricky time of year to buy. But because of that, you can come across some deals. Yes, absolutely. So yep. keep your eyes peeled. But um, you know this this is a lightweight backpack, and yet it's large at 60 liters, and that's the ticket. That's the key for what we're looking for here. Okay. Next, we move into... 100 bucks. That's not bad. No, it isn't bad. That's not bad. It was, it was good. Um, next, I want to talk about the tent. Now, tents, these are always tricky because just like almost every piece of equipment, it really comes down to your personality, what you like, your perspective, all of that. And the reason I went with this personality? tent... Personality? So a funny person gets... You will see people like me that just use a tarp. <laughs> I, I just use a tarp because I want to keep my weight down. And you have people that will take a 12 person <laughs> that has three rooms in yeah. it for them and their dog. Yeah, and they you set a pop-up shower in the corner. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I'll see people take canopies and put them over the top of uh, just a normal four-person tent. So now that was a first for me this year. <laughs> I couldn't even I, – I wanted to talk to those people and ask them what the purpose was, but they had their tent with the rain fly on it. Mm-hmm. And then a canopy set up over that. And then the one next to them was a tent with the rain fly on it with a bug net bug room net. set right. up over that. Right. <laughs> right. And and again, I, 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 it's, let me say it this way. When I'm looking for a tent in my tent, my shelter, why I want a shelter is to sleep in it, um, to 
to stay warm and dry. Right. So if keep I your had beer dry too. To keep my dri- yeah. yeah. And so if if weather was coming in even midday and I needed to get out of that, I can put my tent up, right? And so that's what I'm using it for is, is that that night I'm really not planning on using my tent to work in, to cook in, to really even play in, right? right. So so if you're wanting to do those things then then this backpacking version here you know won't work for that. Right. So uh the reviews in this one came in. This was, uh, my goodness, people just ate this one up. And it really is because of the cost and the weight. And the name of the company is Peria, but this is their Bryce one-person tent. They have a two-person Bryce, but this is just the one person. Can you spell the name of that company? P-A-R-I-A. Okay. At two pounds and 15 ounces, mm. which... Let me let me start over here again. I said it a minute ago. This is freestanding. This is not a trekking pole tent. So your trekking pole tents will be lighter because there's not any poles besides right. the trekking poles. This tent comes with poles. This comes with poles. It's a freestanding tent, and it is 160 bucks. 160 bucks for a two pound tent. That's pretty stinking good. Pretty good. Now you don't have just tons of room to to live in, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it really is just great to sleep and to set up in. And this isn't a brand that either you or I have used any products from, right. but multiple different lists and websites and, and the reviews where people were just raving about this particular model of tent online because the value was there. What you are paying for the weight and the quality of what people have experienced is there. So this is definitely a tent to give it a try. My question I have to ask, do they have, is this a tent that I could fit in? Do they have a tall version of it or is this one of the diagonal sleeping tents that, that comes out? So a lot of them kind of have that line like, People up six foot and under, this is good for them. And, and then this tent is good for six foot and over. Yeah, that's a great question. I should have brought that up for the backpack as well. Um, both the backpack and the tent um, have options. And so let me let me bring up the backpack really quick. I should have. Um, they have three sizes available for short, regular, and long. So if, if you're a taller person, um, you can get that back you for you. So, so okay. what's cool about it is it's still adjust, adjustable um, for really all sizes. Plus, it has um, what they call their Mark II frame system, but they have a hip belt, and it looks very comfortable, sounds very comfortable for most reviews, and also it has a removable lid, which is something mm. I'm always looking for. I want the lid to come off if I need to use it for like a day pack, um, or or even sometimes rescue, like the first aid side if I needed to grab it, which is where I keep my stuff at in there. Now, in regards to the tent, this tent probably isn't ideal for really tall people. And that's another issue in regards to all of this equipment because we're all different heights, different sizes, um, even around the even around the midways. Like there may be some sleeping bags that may be cheap and lightweight, but some people might not be able to fit inside them comfortably. So um, no, it works for you. All right, so for the Bryce one person, it is a fully rectangular floor. It's 85 inches in length times 36 inches inch width and then a 36 inch height oh so that yeah that's plenty tall is it good for you yeah oh, okay yeah i'm 76 inches tall so that gives me yeah five uh, four and a half five inches on I, I i should be able to stay off the tent walls no problem that's perfect so yeah. for you then that would work um you know and i'm in go ahead and buy it for me all right i'm going all right let's we just got backpack we got tent you know with that tent it also comes with a rain fly um i think that's important for all my tents it looks it looks like it does a great, great job of covering the complete tent. Plus, it has that vegetable, that area where you can um, place your gear and zip it up and keep your 
uh, gear dry outside of your tent and it's not laying there with you. Once I go in the tent, I need to be comfy and warm. What gear did you find? What pad? What pillow? What sleeping bag? Woo. What are we taking for our bedding? You know, let's start off first with the sleeping bag itself. Um, the sleeping bag, this one, I went back and forth on so many. Um, I was even going to share the one that I own. Um, and I couldn't find mine anymore. Mine's mine's so old now, which is cool because it still works. It's functional. It's it's perfect. But mine's so, mine is so old now that I can't even find it online um, within the stores. And so when I started looking at the new products, they just seemed really expensive, like more expensive. And, and so I started really listening to a lot of videos on reviews. I started seeing a lot of write-ups. And let me tell you, there are like thousands of sleeping bags. But there is one that just kept coming up. In, and I'll say it, you could tell the the men and women that actually use the products, you can begin as you study this and look in, you can see the ones that are like coming from the heart. I bought this, this works for me. Or, hey, I am a gear tester. I tried five and this was the best versus the people that just say, hey, these are the best and buy you can buy them, link, please. Yeah, yeah, buy them here from Amazon. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll see a lot of these right now, which they almost look like they're created by, by AI, but they've got like, hey, top 10 backpacks of 2023 yeah. and you can buy them all from Amazon. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I know what that is. They don't an they haven't really spent. Yeah. yeah, their time. This one, though, was pretty cool. This is Kelty. A Kelty. Yep. That's a well-known well name. It is. Kelty. It is called the Cosmic Down 20. So when you get into sleeping bag talk, are you a synthetic bagger or are you a down bagger? And so this is down. I prefer down. And the reason I like down is because it is more, I'll just say it, smashable. It, you can smash them down You tight. can really, really compact that down and whether really you use a- And since we have a, a mid-sized backpack, that's pretty important for this setup. Correct. And that was kind of the key here when I said I got a 60. Because I'm going 60 liters, not 90 like the one you have, I've got to find a way to, to really save room on my sleeping mm-hmm. bag. And this was it. Yep. Like, if I had a 90 liter, well, then I could use a synthetic bag, and, and that would change everything we're talking about today. Right. But the Cosmic Down 20, it comes in a short, a regular, and a long. Awesome. Yeah. So I thought of you. I thought, well, it'd be perfect. How for- much is this thing? You know, like 500. <laughs> you'd think that what's crazy is that right now that this was a sale. They're normally looks like they're around $165, but what I keep seeing a lot of is about 144. $144 for us for, for a down. 20 degree bag. 20 so degree. At tw- at a 20 degree bag, you really need to add like 10, 10. degrees to that. Absolutely. So this is a 30 degrees Fahrenheit and up bag so this would be considered a three season bag you're not going to go out into super cold below freezing temps in this bag but most of the gear we're talking about today really all of the gear we're talking about today is three season backpacking this isn't going out into arctic temperatures yeah and, and i'm glad you to... brought that up because is that's just kind of the way you and i do most of it let's talk about that really fast none of this is going to be really for four season could you use some of the items for four season yes but we're discussing only three season today so which is everything from, well, I hope it doesn't get up to 120 degrees outside, but super hot all the way down to freezing. Mm-hmm. And so at your freezing mark, you really got to start analyzing and reviewing, like, do I have the right equipment for below freezing temperatures? So you have a 20 degree bag, 20 degrees, that is the survival rate. You're going to want to add 10 to it. And that's going to be then at 30 degrees, your 20 degree bag is going to feel comfortable. You may still be a little cold depending on who you are, but you're going to be much more comfortable 
there. I mean, if you know, if your temps are getting up, your evenings are 80s like yeah. we had you here in the summer. You may have to have your, your knee-high wool stockings on, but you'll be all right. <laughs> well, and that's another thing. You can add liners to these. There's other ways to, to add warmth. Um, yeah, your clothing as well. Um, but for the money. So for $144, you get the Kelty Cosmic Down 20-degree bag. Did you find me something comfy, a comfy pad to slide under this thing that was reasonably priced? I did. But I, I do want to share that this sleeping bag, just alone, not without the pad, is 2.78 pounds. So it's, it's pretty light. It, it is it is light for yeah. it. It is. Now, you can get lighter by paying more. more You're going to yeah. get your different fill of down. So that is the Cosmic Down 20. Now, what I'm going to pair with that when you're talking about the pad. I got to be comfy. I can't have my shoulder jamming in the ground. I'm a side sleeper, Ben. That's another thing with backpacking, man. Like, if you want to minimize your weight, there are a lot of things you can leave home. A sleeping pad, though, isn't something that you should just leave home. You need to take something. We Everybody needs to have a barrier from the ground, and it needs to be more than just the bottom floor of your tent. That barrier not only will keep you warm, but it keeps the ground from really stilling away your body heat. Plus then with a, with a, oh, what I'm about to talk about one of these pads, your body heat will heat up the air in that pad and that keeps you even more warm through the night. Mm -hmm. Now, I personally own a Neo Air, a Thermarest Neo Air, and I love it, but it isn't insulated. It's not. And so when you're using a 20 degree bag, as it drops down into these colder temps, you can feel a little bit colder if you don't have an insulated. This one is insulated. It is a big Agnes, and it's called their Insulated Air Core Ultra. Big Agnes, that's a good brand that came up in our our uh, our $3,000 episode. It did. Now, this isn't that. This is a much cheaper version. However, though, this is insulated. So if you're looking for non-insulated, insulated, those are things you want to watch out for. Don't mess up and buy a non-insulated if that's what you're really needing. This one here, the Insulated Air Core Ultra. Comes in at $105. Now, hang on. I have found this online for 40 bucks. No way. So I found it for 40 But these prices I'm giving you are really kind of from the main website, the, right. the main company, because you probably can find almost all this even cheaper than I'm giving to you today. Mm -hmm. However, because people are trying to sell products, I don't know what's true until you put it in the cart and say I'm going for it. But I wanted to let you know, 40, 50, I even see them for 60 bucks. But right now, if I went to their website, to Big Agnes' website, it's going to cost me $105. Okay. But you're, just with the name there, you can be pretty confident that you're getting a quality product for the 100 bucks. I think so. Yeah. Plus, the reviews were coming in or were amazing, which this is so similar to my Neo Air. I mean, I approve. Like, I would... When I upgrade, if I ever have to upgrade, which right. someday my Neo Air will, will will break and I can't fix it, but um, I've never had a problem with it. And that's what I'm hearing about these. These are just so durable um, and easy to easy to air up, right? Is it is that on the heavier side or? So I'm going to need your help here on, on this conversion though, Brian. So what I found the weight on this is 558 grams. So that's yeah, like a little under one and a quarter pound. Right, which... The cool part about this, so even though it, it sounds and in, in, like it's heavy, when you get this thing com air completely out and you fold it up, we're getting down to like even smaller than a Nalgene in your yeah, in like your 
probably close to the size of a, a soda can. Yeah, I mean, it does stick out a little taller. Yeah. It gets a little fatter. But about but, that, but yeah. 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 Close I mean, to that size. It's so cool that, that, that we have these materials to do this with today. All right, Ben. Not everybody takes this, but I know you're a pillow man, so I know you're going to include me a pillow in this kit. What pillow did you find to include in this sub $1,000 backpacking kit? Yeah, you may be able to cut costs. There are air mattresses now. I'm going to call them air mattresses, but there are sleeping pads that now have built-in pillows in mm. them. So if that's a route you want to take, man, you can cut costs. Plus, you got two the in one. The Big Agnes one that you're talking about, does it? It doesn't have a pillow so built in. with this kit, we would we'd need to bring one? Correct. Okay. And, and because I am a pillow fan, I'm going to stick with the one I own. You can't beat it. It's my favorite. It's it's lightweight at seven ounces, and it's it is less than thirty dollars. But on their website right now, it's thirty bucks. But it is that Thermarest compressible pillow cinch. Um, I I just love it so much, guys. I can't I can't even I can't even give you another one to go do. I'd hate to I'd hate to fail you like that. Sounds like you're sponsored by Thermarest. <laughs> Not yet. But let's go. <laughs> If anybody has connections to Thermarest, tell them to give Ben Brendel meant to be outdoors a call. Bring it. Well, does that pretty much wrap up our, I mean, we that's our pack. We've covered our tent, our pad, our bag, our pillow. So we've kind of got our bedroom set up. Yeah, I think there's two things I'm going to add in this shelter, this shelter living room bedroom, kind of what we're talking about yeah. here. There's two things I'm adding, and it's a chair and it's a headlamp. Um, because of a night, I'm pulling out my headlamp. That's when I'm setting up my shelter, my tent, all that stuff. So I, I want to make sure I have a headlamp. When you hear the crashing in the woods, you want to be able to look out and see what it is. Yep. And this uh, headlamp I own, and I mean, it's at least 15, 15, it's 15 years old. It's still working today, and it and it has served its, its uh, purpose. Um, it is a 300 lumens. Um, I couldn't find, to be honest with you, I couldn't find the, the same name, but it's 300 lumens, and it's a Petzl. And the one I'm going to tell you is called the Tika headlamp, but it's 300 lumens just like the one I have. So Petzl Tika headlamp. Yeah. Uh, Petzl is P-E-T-Z-L, and it is the Tika with two Ks, T-I-K-K-A headlamp. They're 35 bucks. They're 300 lumens, and they are 2.9 ounces. Mm. And, I mean, mine, I got a blue one, and, I mean, it just goes and goes. Yeah, I mean, it goes and goes. You know what? This is where I'm going to bring up a tip really fast. This is not a rechargeable headlamp. There are today, and there are getting to be crazy lumens. Like you, I've got a headlamp that's a thousand lumens, um, but it's a rechargeable, and I have taken that out. It's super heavy. I've taken it out, and it didn't last me for my entire trip. And so I had to take, I couldn't recharge it. So I'm right. like, man, I should have brought another one with new batteries. Blah blah blah. But a tip for you though, if you are taking anything that's battery powered, when you get done with your entire trip. Remember to take the batteries out of your devices. Take the batteries out of your headlamp. That is why it has lasted so long because it's not leaking and corroding. I take my batteries out. It's gonna, it's, yeah, it's going to help your your equipment when you take your batteries out. So that yeah, is a tip for tip. you. Good tip. On this headlamp though, it's it's so lightweight that you could even if some people just literally leave it around their neck, let it hang on their neck and they don't even put it in their backpack. So, but it is going to add just a a tiny, uh, a few ounces to your pack. If you, if you leave it in there, the other thing I said though was a chair. And for me, the chairs are like, you know, you you have like your big three, you have your tent, you have your tent, you have your backpack and your sleeping bag, you know, but for me, like with my comfort, if I'm trying to be comfortable, which we are, we're trying to thrive, not survive when we go out backpack, you know, 
I am going to take something that's comfortable in a chair. And I believe I shared this one on the last episode, but it is the Helinox Chair One. They're 110 bucks. It's one pound, 15 ounces. It is so comfortable. I have used it so many times. Um, I don't own one, but I have used it several several times. Yeah, I borrow them. Um, I love it. I, I just can't. They're yeah. kind of amazing how comfortable they are for how small and lightweight they are. When you first sit in one, you're kind of like, holy cow, this this is a lot more comfortable than it looked like it was going to be. So they, they are worth adding to your pack and your, your kit for sure. They are. The problem with the Helinox is that that's all you're using it for is just a chair. Right. And last episode, I shared about the Crazy Creek. I guess the, you could throw it at Dracula or something if they... Yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah maybe they'll trip over it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. But the Crazy Creek, that Hex 2.0, you know, if you wanted to to even save more weight, more money, really, you could get rid of your sleeping pad. Just take this Crazy Creek chair, use it as your sleeping pad, and use it as a chair. A lot of guys do that, but you're laying, you're setting right on the ground. Again, the Helinox brings you up off the ground. You can bend your knees. It's, it just feels good on your back from carrying the weight all day. And at only a pound, 15 ounces, I'm I'm in. I'm going to take it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not it's not adding a whole lot. And when we share the total weight of this pack and everything that we've included, you'll see that uh, we've got plenty of room for it. Absolutely. All right. I get really hungry. It's like <laughs> when we get to camp... I can't wait to get everything set up just so we could cook something so I could have something warm in my belly. And it really doesn't even matter what it is. Those camp meals always taste so good because you're so hungry. But you got to have something to cook them with. You got to have something to prep them. What gear did you find that's affordable and and reliable that we could put in this kit to cook with? So let's first start with, um, I'm kind of putting food and fire together in this one uh, when you're talking about this, food and fire. So let's start with fire really fast. Because I'm only taking one item, honestly, for fire, and I am going to take a ferro rod. Can you take a lighter? Absolutely. We've had that discussion, but I'm not. I'm taking one ferro rod. This ferro rod only weighs 38 grams. Was that like 0.18 pounds or something? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, keep it in your keep it in your pocket. It'll keep your weight down in your backpack, right? It is super light. 38 grams is 0.08 pounds. There you go. So. It is so light. Plus, I can use this thing like it's good for like 3,000 strikes. That's going to outlast any lighter for strikes. It's waterproof. It's waterproof. Matter of fact, this thing even has a whistle on them. So if you needed a whistle, you got one in the handle. But this ferro rod here is Light My Fire. It is their Scout. They have an Army version for more expensive. It's, it's heavier in weight. But this is the Scout, and it's 14 bucks. Now, super easy to use. Yes, you super and I have easy. found them a little cheaper, but on Light My Fire's website, that's what yep. they're going for is $14. And when you say easier to use, we're well, not kidding. It is softer. It is easier to throw a big spark. Um, but the reason I say I need that is because for this next piece, it is our stove. And the stove that I'm about to talk to you about does have an ignition button where it's it's got a spark. But in my experiences, most of those fail at some point. Yeah. They, of, they have a short lifespan, yeah. They do. And I can always use my ferro rod to throw a spark into that that uh, stove um, to get it going. So I take my ferro rod. Plus, I can take what I find around me and my ferro rod, and I can get a campfire going if I needed to cook that way as well. Now, here's the stove part. The stove that I am suggesting. Now, this may blow <laughs> everybody's mind because it did, it did ours. It, mm-hmm. it, Brian and I... 
we were kind of in a pinch. I'll um, just say this. We were so impressed. It was so good. We went back and bought more. We did. We went back and got more we of them. We did. And I kind of want to get even more yeah. of them, like for just leaving my house and leaving different packs. I carry it in my bug out bag. It's a stove I have in my bug Perfect. out bag. Perfect. And that's perfect for that. So yeah, let's get right into this stove. The brand is Ozark Trail. Walmart. <laughs> Which is Walmart. It's a Walmart brand. Yeah. Um, we have had, I have had several types of stoves, cookers, whatever you want to call them, from ones that fit in your pocket to three burner, <laughs> big, huge Coleman three burner. You know, out of all of them that I own and use, this one, for the cost, for the weight, and how it works just like the rest of these little pocket rocket style mm-hmm. stoves. It's a four-piece, all-in-one camping stove is what it's called. And the reason why it's called a four-piece is you get your little pocket rocket, the the stove itself, the part that the uh, fuel is going to come up through and you you set your pot on top of. Plus, it comes with a bag, a little tiny... That's a know, case. Black, it's a little black, black case. case. Okay, but, it, case. but it's not plastic. It's made of... Uh, it's, not, it's nylon. Nylon, yeah. right. Then it comes with an adapter. And this adapter at first was confusing. I was like, why? what do we need an adapter for? But... You can use different types of fuel for this. Yes. And we were like, "Yes, how stinking cool. What I mean is, if you want to use your normal propane, normal propane, so uh, a the, lot. What's the your, green bottles. The green bottles, yeah. yeah but the name brand, for, so Coleman is really big on this green bottle. Like you're yeah. going to see Coleman on most of these. There are other brands. But you can use a Coleman screw-on screw propane. On propane yeah. Or you can use the isopropyl, all these different types of yeah, pretty much any canister fuel. Pretty much any fuel bottle for any stove, as long as it's not white gas. Yeah, is going to fit on this. Yeah, and and my, it also comes with that striker, that that ignition source yeah. where you click the button that throws a spark. It actually has yeah. that built into this. And and I we we've only had these about half a year, and uh-huh. uh, I've probably used the one I have a handful of times, and the striker has worked every time. It, it hasn't right. failed yet, but it will. At it some will. Point, right. right. This thing is, it's actually less. I put $15. It's like 14 It's 13, $13.70 something, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. But to go online, it was like. I mean, like, you're talking about compared to, I have other little pocket ones that we, they're like 100, 100 bucks. And they, they they used to be so high. Because there's more companies coming out, they are dropping a price. But for you can't, you can't find a cheap, it's $15. Yeah. And it's only 0.6 pounds. Right. It's about a, it's heavy. It's a little bit bigger than some pocket rockets, but with the black case that it comes in, it, you can you're leave all pack that at it home. in anything. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you can leave it home. You can buy uh, the MSR fuel, any brand fuel that you want to, um, and it's going to fit it. And let me t- like, it, it's just amazing for fifteen bucks. Get one; they're going to work for you. Yes, I'm going to combine that though with another product from Ozark Trail, and it's their eighteen ounce stainless steel cup. Yes. Um, the reason that we're, we're going this route is because for this trip here, we're going to be taking freeze-dried meals. We're going to be taking probably Mountain House. That's our favorite brand. They have so many different flavors and awesome from breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, like you know, all kinds. We, You and I guided a paddling trip, and every single person on this paddling trip was new to these freeze-dried Mountain House meals. Yeah. And we told them, they kind of thought we'd be cooking for them, and we're like, no, our meal tonight is these. And we right. had these bags, and they kind of looked at us like, what? Every single person on this trip was like, "Wow, this is this is way better than I thought it was going to be." 
it's kind of a, this is good for what it is. It's not like, wow, this is a gourmet meal, but they're always amazed at what it actually tastes like. They are. And when you say gourmet, I actually would consider this gourmet for the wilderness. Gourmet for the trail, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the seasonings, the flavors, the... It isn't just beef jerky and trail mix. Yes, it is. And it's very flavorful and filling. Um, really, all you have to do is just add water. Mm-hmm. And so some bags require one cup, some bags require two cups. So look at what you're buying before you get it. All that to say, you've got to have something to boil water in. Right. And that's why I'm taking this 18-ounce stainless steel cup. And I use the the Ozark Trail stainless steel cups. I've had other brands. And I'm here to tell you, I think they might be the exact same cup. You have a lot of the uh, really nice, more expensive, and some of the like titanium cups. Yes. My one complaint is, you and I love that you can take your stainless steel cup and put it over the bottom of your Nalgene. Yeah, your Nalgene fits inside that fits cup. Fits inside to, that cup. To save space. The diameter of the Ozark Trail stainless steel cup is a little bit bigger than a Nalgene. So I had to take about five wraps of duct tape around my Nalgene bottle so that it kind of had that vacuum seal tight. But it's never bad to have duct tape. Yeah, absolutely. And you wouldn't have to duct tape it. If you have pockets on the side of your backpacks that hold it well, right. you wouldn't have to have that. But for you, when you're pulling it all out, you don't want that falling off on the ground. Correct. So that duct tape was a good tip. Plus, yeah, you've used the duct tape off of it to several times. Cover some hot spots. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm going to have that stove. You know, again, you can buy whatever fuel canisters you want, but you're going to have your stove. I'm going to have my cup. I'm going to bring that water to a boil and I'm going to add it to my mountain house food and... You can't beat that. It's going to keep, really, actually, my weight down because I'm not taking all the crazy yeah, food that, that I usually that do. Yeah, that is a cheap and effective little combo there. I think I've bought those those cups for like five bucks, the stainless steel cups. I think I've found them for, for five bucks at Walmart before. Now, to add in, um, because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking plates and bowls because I'm going to eat right, right out, out of the bag. bag. Yeah. And, and that keeps my weight down. It's just cleaner. There's just less mess. Um, but I do like to carry a spork. So this spork is more expensive than a, a spork you can find. Matter of fact, Ozark Trail has a spork. It is hard to find because they're so cheap. Yeah. But I wanted a metal. They I break. like the metal. They yeah, break. Yeah, and they do break. They break. I like my metal sporks for multiple reasons, but this is the Sea to Summit Alpha Light Spork. It is the long. They have a short uh, version of their sporks as well. This is the long handle, and it's 0.4 ounces, so... Pretty much nothing. <laughs> Pretty much nothing. But it, it is 12 bucks. Um, again, you could cut your costs there if you wanted to. Right. But I'm going to pay it because that longer um, handle makes it easier for me to eat out of the bag. Um, and the metal's great, too, because it's not flexing and breaking. The, yeah. the plastic ones, those are trail plastic ones. They are only like a buck or two, but they do break. They do. Yeah. And I have. I've actually had them break, and then I had to to kind of use it as like a, like a, a Frito scoop, you know, like... <laughs> So you can make do, yeah. but, uh, and you got to be careful with the, the stain, uh, excuse me, the, the metal ones here that I'm talking about. Um, if you're using it in the boiling process, if you're using it to stir and stuff, it will get really hot. Mm. So if you leave that metal spoon in your food bag, that your mountain house food, you stick it down there and you leave it there, it will heat it up. So yeah. be careful on the lips, uh, as you go to use it. Um, Really, for my cook setup, I'm going to leave it short and sweet like that. You can get into fun, awesome equipment out there. I own all kinds of cook setups and from MSR to... Yeah, but your your cost is going up 
exponentially when you start getting into some of those name brands. Yeah, Jetboard. We have like, used everything that we just told you about. Yes. And not not only is it fine, I don't even really have a desire to go get into the other stuff because this this stuff does the job and it doesn't break. And and why, why go spend 10 times the cost? Something that I've learned on my journey, I want to share a tip here, and it reminded me from the cup. Um, I have found pots and cups that don't have any handles. Mm. And if it doesn't have a handle, then reevaluate, like, should you get this? That handle is going to save you. Um, this cup that we're referring, you know, it has kind of a, not a collapsible, but a swing, a swinging style uh, handle where as you right. swing away from the cup, they come together, and that's that's your grab when, point. When the handle is down, it's wrapped around the cup, so it's right. just this. But when you go to use it, you fold them back, and they form a handle that sticks out, and you can, and you can grab them and pick them right. up. That way, if it is on the fire... You can grab this handle and it isn't it Absolutely isn't right. too hot. Absolutely right. But I'm always going to take one with them. But I do want to talk about one more tool that I keep with me. Um, this tool could help aid in becoming a handle if you need to remove things from the fire, if, if your stove is hot and you need to, to adjust, whatever. But it is a pair of pliers, but it's not just a pair of pliers. It is a multi-tool mm-hmm. that's going to have a pair of pliers on it. And I have found one for only 50 bucks. It is 6.7 ounces, but at 50 bucks, it has darn everything on it that I would want right. for this trip. And it is the Gerber suspension. It's called the NXT. Yep. And has pliers, has a saw, has a knife, has a can opener, so many more. I'm not going to go through the list. Look at it. Check it out yourself. See if that works for Why, you. Yeah, wire cutter, wire stripper, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But having that multi-tool, it's kind of comforting knowing that yeah. if some of my gear does start to come apart, like I've got three different size screwdrivers. I've got pliers. I can cut wire. I have a, it's always my backup knife. I never relied on it as my number one, but I've got a backup knife. Uh, I've got a saw in, in that. And you can get into spending $200 on a multi-tool or Which, you can go spend 10 bucks with the Ozark Trail one. But I'm here to tell you, it's junk. I've got one. It's junk. It's like what I leave in my kayak. And if it gets rusty, it gets rusty. And I carry a more expensive one. But this $50 Gerber, Gerber is a well-known, long-time brand. You can go get this $50 Gerber, and as long as you take care of it, it will last you and do everything that you need it to do. Exactly. So, Ben, we've covered our bedroom, our tent, our pack, our kitchen. What about water? Mm -hmm. We're going to keep this really simple. Water, all I'm going to take on this trip is a bottle, an Algene bottle. Uh, so so th- a one liter bottle. Yeah. 32 yeah. ounce, a little under 32 ounce. I'm going to take that. Uh, those are 10 bucks. You're going to find that they're like 3.7 ounces. Yep. But I want to make sure that I'm not getting sick. So I am going to take a, it's, it's called a micro filter, but it's a filter. It's a water filter. Right. We have shared this so many times, but this may be somebody's first time listening to our podcast. And so I want to bring it up one more time that a f- filtration is not purification. And so I'm taking a filter on this trip. I'm actually not taking purification because I'm keeping my weight down. Can I? Absolutely. If you want to, go ahead. The areas that I'd be going here, I'm probably not going to be in an area that has viruses. However, it can happen. So there honestly isn't a filter out there that's going to filter viruses if you find one, please hit us up on Facebook. Let me know. They're coming out with new technology every right. day. So they may get to a point where viruses, um, crazy chemicals are, are filtered, or uh, yeah, filtered. But 
Purification is killing what's ever in the water. And so I'm not taking purification on this one. But if you do take purification, you're going to kill what's in your water with it. It's still in your water, but it's dead and drinkable. Filtration is going to hopefully trap, right? So it can't trap. It can't keep the viruses from slipping through. But it does with our cysts and bacteria and plastics, microplastics, and mud, yep. soil, dirt, any, whatever you want to call it. So do you have a favorite filter? The one that I love so much is the Catadin Hiker Pro. They've got different colors, but the Hiker Pro has been really good for you and I because you can filter up to 300 gallons of water. Mm-hmm. So I'm using that. We've used it so many times. We still have so many more times to use it. If you get into like brands like Sawyer and you get into these mini little mini filters, you're not going to be able to filter as much water. Um, and I feel like that that restricts me um, because also with this Hiker Pro, it is a pump filter. And so I can pump my water before I put it in my cup. I can pump my water right into my cup with these other styles, they're almost like a squeeze filter. And so you have to collect water in another bottle and then screw it on and squeeze it. And that just doesn't work real well for me. Right. It doesn't. How much is this Katadin running these days? They're a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. And it, it is kind of heavy. It's 13.4 ounces. Yeah. But they're so, it, it gives you such a peace of mind that knowing that, all right, if I find a water source, if I find a spring or even a, a flowing river, I can pump right out of this thing into my cup and I'm good to go. Right. No, exactly. And it gives me confidence. I know I'm going to be protected. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to survey the land and the ground and the water as well. So, I'm going to because I'm only taking a filter. Um, there are so many people that take filters out and don't get sick and and that's true here in the United States. Traveling outside, I I would be even more cautious because of feces, because of viruses inside the feces. Can that happen in our outdoors? Yes, it can. So learn how to purify your water. But in this event, I'm just going to filter. All right. All right. Well, in our last episode, we talked about your $5 million rain jacket that you like to take. Did you find <laughs> one that was a little more budget-friendly for this? Yeah. So we, we, we uh, Marmot. Marmot is another well-known brand. I have some... Um, pants the uh the preset pants i actually have matched those up with my million dollar jacket as you're calling it it's worked those have worked really well i didn't know about this jacket until today and it is a marmot precip jacket did you order it already (laughs) (laughs) no because my arteryx is still okay still lasting it's a great one but this is 90 bucks it's only 10.1 ounces, but what separates this from really any others is that it does a pretty good job of keeping you dry, but it has zip pits. And that is the one thing that I wish my Arteryx jacket had was zip pits. What do you pits. mean by zip pits? D- describe that for our listeners. So anytime that you are mixing rain and plastic, you're going to get condensation, whether it be on your tent, whether it be on your jacket, whether it be on a piece of uh, tarp that you have hanging up. And think about... You're building up condensation from the rain, plus you are going to sweat. sweat. You're going to sweat. And so your body is trying to maintain your temperature. And so if you begin to sweat, you want to be able to release. You want that to get out of this jacket. Because remember, it's blocking it from the outside. So if it's on the inside, it's still going to block it from getting out. Even though they say that they're breathable, 
you're still going to get sweaty. So those zip pits allow me to quickly cool. Instead of having to shed those layers so fast, I can, in the middle of my hike, zip and begin to cool down somewhat rapidly. Yeah. Um, so it really does help. So give us the, the make and model and, and price of this this rain jacket. Yeah, it's literally called the Marmot Men's Precip Jacket. Um, coming in at 90 bucks. If you take your time, you can probably find them on sale once in a while. Uh, the reviews on this... People are just like, for the cost, you cannot beat this. I mean, you're like, it's pretty comparable to the one I have. Um, it is not Gore-Tex, so I'm here to tell you it will eventually fail if you're going to be in a, yeah. if it's going to rain all day and you're wearing it. It's a treated coating jacket. Yeah, you're yeah. It's a nylon jacket with a treated coating. But they, they do tape the seams, which is so important to look for in any waterproof jacket. If your seams are not taped, then it is not a waterproof jacket. Right. Call it a windproof jacket then. But for 90 bucks and what people are saying about this and you you have the pants that go along with it and you've had great experience with them, I think this would be a really solid, I mean, it could probably last you a couple years, a couple seasons at least until that coating starts to wear off. But it's pretty lightweight. It looks pretty thin and, and, and packable. And it's so important that it has those pit zips because you have to control your sweat. It's one thing to stay dry from the outside, but what's the point of staying dry from the outside if you're just getting soaked on the inside because you're sweaty? So being able to find a jacket that has those pit zips is we were really, really looking for that. Yeah, and, and Marmot, they like to use their pockets to, to stuff in, stuff the jacket in. So like my pants, the, there is a back pocket and you can fold it inside out completely into the pocket. Same way with this jacket here, if you wanted to... Oh, collapse it down. It does collapse it a little more than just putting it in a stuff sack, but you can stuff it in the pocket, and it and it really turns out to be this little square um, size. So yep. uh, that is an, a feature there that you can you can do with it. Did we have nice. a first aid kit included in this pack? Not in this pack. Um, you know, first aid kit. Get what you like. Make for sure you know how to use the items and whatever it is you're buying. Right. I mean, they have. Well, I mean, I could buy one for, it was like 300 bucks. I was like, I'd love to have that. But it's more designed for a, a rescue EMT or a right. paramedic, and, and you're not going to use that. So learn first aid and CPR if you haven't. Go out and take some courses. There's many people like us that teach them. If you're looking for a first aid and, and a CPR course, we offer that. Reach out to us. We'd love to set one up for you. Um, but get a basic kit, one that you know how to use. Absolutely. And we we went over some of this in the last episode about backpacking, but I think we should kind of just go over as a reminder some other things to consider. And to start with, are you going to have fun when you're out there? Of course, but you may want to bring some things for recreation, maybe a Frisbee or a deck of cards. You and I aren't going anywhere without a fishing rod, so you do need to consider that, where that's going to go in your pack and how much that's going to weigh as well when you're packing that. We didn't include any of that in the, in the cost because it's so subjective on what you like to do and, and what you're going to bring, but definitely consider what recreation items you want to put in this pack. And then for us, really until winter, we have to still worry about bugs some. So what, what should we consider for, for bugs? You and I always use the Sawyer permethrin. It's always. just what we use. It's our go-to. Um, it's we truly believe it's safer for our kids and us to use right. to put on our. And that's body. a bug spray. It is a bug yep. spray. Yep, it is a bug spray. Um, there's a pump and an aerosol. An aerosol, yeah. And the aerosol really works well. The pump sometimes the pump breaks, so be ready for that on your trips. 
Um, but honestly, it's it's really designed to be a clothes, a clothing soak. Treating your clothes. Um, yeah. So treat your clothes. Clothes and gear. Yes. What's awesome about it is it is not like DEET in the sense that it does not affect your synthetics, your plastics. You can put it straight on your plastic clothing, your plastic rain gear, your plastic backpack, your tent, and it isn't going to melt it or deteriorate it the way that DEET does. Another thing that is so important, and Ben, I learned this from you, don't forget to get a pack fly. If you've got this awesome backpack with all this awesome gear in it that we just talked about today, when you go out and it starts pouring rain on you, if it's soaking wet, none of it really does you any good, does it? No. Here is a, well, is a free tip. This is free, okay? You don't have to go out and buy that. Well, I take it back. You do have to go out and buy it, but you've already bought it and it's in your house. Go get a trash bag, line your bag with it, put everything that you're putting in your bag in that Matter of fact, you could use two or three of them if you want to kind of use them as compression sacks. But you can use one gallon size, or excuse me, one 55-gallon size, and you can put everything in it, and it is going to keep everything in your pack dry. Your pack's going to be wet, but everything in it will be dry. It is so much cheaper than a lot of these things you can go out and buy. However, if you want to look fancy, there are rain flies for your backpack that you can purchase. Right. So go right ahead. All right, is there any other gear that we've left out of this backpack, or have we put a whole kit together? Yeah, Brian, I'm going to add one more thing that into this pack. It is Sea to Summit. It's their Alloy Pocket Travel Trowel. It is kind of expensive, but it's expensive because it's pretty lightweight. So it's 3.5 ounces. It comes in at 30 bucks. But we're not going to talk about how we use the restroom in the outdoors. If you want to, if anybody requests that, I'd, we can definitely do that. However, Send us a DM. <laughs> we, use, <laughs> we use... You know, a little tiny shovel, and that's what this is. Yeah. And um, we're going to dig what's called a cat hole. Uh-huh. And so I want something that's lightweight. Matter of fact, you even keep some toilet paper in the handle of this trowel. Right. It's it's collapsible. Um, it fits in my bag really well, and it's lightweight. And so. you can always use it for other things, too. Yeah. Um, but it is important to include in your pack so that you're not using your multi-tool or your knife or your hands. Your sport. <laughs> and you should be using the restroom the correct way. Uh, we talk about respect all the time with Meant to Be Outdoors, and you should be being respectful of others and the outdoors when you're out there. And one way to do that is to use the bathroom correctly. Again, we're not going to go into any details, but the trowel should be included in this pack for that 30 bucks. You bet. And let me, let me before we give our total on our cost. And I'm our so weight, ready. I'm know, ready to give the total weight, and I'm ready to um, give the total cost. What we didn't add in here, so there isn't food weight in here right. the cost, and we don't have water in here as our weights. So but we no, have a filter and cups. Correct. What we need for water and what right. we need for food, but we don't we don't haven't loaded those two things in. Um, some other things that I, I want to share though, you can get into getting even um, more equipment for your equipment, and so like even for your Nalgene's, if you if you don't like drinking out of the wide mouth, you can buy lids that are smaller and have a. a uh, loops on them that you can hook carabiners to. So you can get into adding, accidentally adding more weight to your pack than, and not even thinking about right. it. So everything that you buy really weigh and look keep, at that cost. Keep, it, a, keep a tally going yeah. of, of what's going in. Yeah. Um, one other item we didn't, two other items that I would say I probably have taken with me and if a battery pack for my phone. Now that I, I do use my phone quite a bit, um, if I'm going to do a multi-day trip, I'm probably taking a battery pack so that I can recharge my phone. They are so lightweight now in regards to even size. Right. 
You can carry them in your back pocket you if you wanted to. Yeah, literally in the pocket of your pants. I used to be the guy that brought the whole solar chargers. I had solar panels. It had the battery packs. I yeah. carried it all. I realized that didn't even really need those because the battery packs, Yeah. I, on my trips, they lasted for my entire trip. You so. could take two of these little small, they're literally about the size of a wallet or smaller. You could take two of them and go on a five-day trip and never your phone will be charged the whole yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just crazy. Technology now, they're making it better and better and better. Right. So, but those are some things that you might really want to consider if you're doing multi-day. If you're doing it overnight, you may not need it. Turn mm-hmm. your phone off, turn it back on the next day, save your battery, something like that. Right. Um, and looking at all of this, my takeaways from this is number one, start looking way in advance. Don't just go out tomorrow and, and purchase all this. Like, Find these items on sale. Find the websites that are selling them for cheaper. You will be happier as you slowly buy your gear. Yeah, so we've, we've given you some name, some brand names and models to look around and what you should be looking for. So this is a great starting point, and so, you can search these exact things right. and find them on probably five different websites. Right. Your this Cosmic Down Twenty Kelty bag that we, that we talked about earlier. You may want to buy a, a compression stuff sack for that. But see what it comes with first. Check the compression bag that it comes with first and see if it works. If not, then you can start looking at buying other types of equipment to help make your trip more comfortable. Also, do you really need it? I am so bad at this one. That's why I'm leaving it as a tip for you. I have taken way more than I need on almost every trip. And so really think about your weight. You know, we talked in the last episode you want to make sure that you're only carrying what percentage of body weight? 20%. So 20%. So however much you weigh, take that times 20%, and that's how much you want on your back. Or less. Mm-hmm. Less is even better. Yeah. And so remember that. Um, and lastly is try it before you go. So just because you got a new pack, don't say, I'm going to go out and camp to try it. Try it at home one night. Before you actually go use it on, yeah. on any trip. Yeah, get it fitted to your body at home. Get Same the, way with these get stoves, your, your knives, anything you're using. I'm serious. Try it. Familiarize yourself yes, with your gear before please. you go. Yes, absolutely. Now, yeah. I know everyone's wanting to know, did we did we beat? Did we stay under the $1,000? So everything we talked about, we had sleeping bag, we had tent, we had pad, we had pillow, we had... Uh, cook a cup to cook in. We had a cup to hold water. We had a water filter. We had a cook stove. Um, we had a multi-tool. We had a, a trowel. A chair. A, a chair, ferro rod. A ferro rod. Spork. Spork. Nalgene bottle. Yeah, we had, we put together the whole kit. You could go backpacking with everything there. And all of the brands and models that we listed comes in at a total of $999. <laughs> right under a thousand well it's cool about this kit is some of this actually most of it is really good quality gear like this is a when you when you say the word value you are looking for something that not only is affordable but is also quality so pairing quality with value these are all great items and this will be a kit that can last you for several years. Now, there are other options besides what we just gave you today. And I, we definitely want to share two with you. I'm going to share first, Ben, and then and then I'll let you share. Okay. And this other is this. We have a few of these items in the list that we gave you today. But if you go to Walmart and you buy everything 
Ozark Trail mm-hmm. from the tent to the sleeping bag to the chair to the cooker. If you buy to the, everything, to the multi tool, to the multi tool, Ozark yep. Trail, everything, <clears throat> you can go on a backpacking trip. You probably won't be as comfortable, but you can go buy all of this stuff and still have a successful backpacking trip. And the gear isn't that bad, it is usable. It is only going to cost around 330 bucks. So Ozark comparable right. gear. Ozark Trails backpack, 65 liter backpack, right? Just an example, it's 74 bucks and it weighs 4.62 pounds. Right. That's that's really heavy. Right. But it's really cheap. But it's really cheap compared to what we talked compared about. Compared to today. and so to kind of tell that story, if you buy all of these items Ozark Trail, you can go backpacking and have an awesome time. But all of those items are a 26 and a half pounds. The $1,000 list that we gave you, the same amount of stuff. It costs about three times as much, but it is only 15 pounds. So you are talking about an 11 and a half pound difference in right. weight for right. the same gear. Right. Actually, it's better gear. It is better. <laughs> yes, it is. It is because you even, uh, I put their, their multi-tool on here and you're like, I owned it. Mm-hmm. It's junk. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas when you read reviews on that. It's I usable. Have, that's what people said. Like it's usable. What they said is it's usable, but it was really hard to open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they couldn't hardly get the knife, you know, to flip yeah. out and, and different things. So the reason I want to show this to you is because if if you only had how much was it total? Three hundred. The Walmart, the Walmart gear was three hundred and thirty dollars. Three hundred thirty bucks. Like that's kind of realistic for people, you yeah. know. But you are going to be carrying a lot of weight on your back. And you may not be able to physically, depending on who you are, that's, you may not be able to physically carry that's that. That's 26 and a half pounds, no food and water. Right, right. So you got to be cautious there. But but that's a really cool list. And, you know, comparing Walmart's shopping list to kind of the conglomerate, like we, I was just grabbing, looking reviews, seeing who was saying was the best and trying to really piecemeal what would I do? Because I was really looking at weight right. versus a decent cost. You know, I, I don't want to pay a lot. But There's one other really cool option that I want is. you to share. There is. And th- in my search, I found a company that all you have to do is hit buy now, and it shows up to your house. You put it on your back, and you're ready to go. So it's a backpack with all the gear we just talked about, and it's already packed. It's our, Well, it even has a few more items in it than what we talked about. Wow. Yeah. It is called the Near Zero. So you'll see it as N-Z-O. The brand's called Near Zero. They have different backpacks and bundles, but you can buy a ready-to-go. It's called the Ready-to-Go Bundle for $958.19. That's even a little cheaper than our kit. It is. Yeah. It's a smaller bag. I think it was like a 50 or or 55 liter bag. So a little bit smaller bag, but they have compartmentalized this bag. It literally is labeled where you put your stuff. It is. Yeah. They have it labeled on the bag where you put it back at. I mean, they have set out to make it simple for a beginner and somebody that just wants to uh, send me this and I want this and I'll be ready to go. And for under a thousand bucks, they've done a pretty good job of making it affordable. They have. They really have. And I'm yeah. going to say near it's, zero. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's probably in between Ozark Trail and most of what we talked about the today. List that we the put brands, together. the quality. Yeah. It's it's probably just right in between there somewhere. Yeah. So you know, for us, 
I prefer to spend just a tad more and have. Yeah, there's no big there's no big Agnes in that. Correct. Right. Yeah, it's all pretty much their brand. Right. You know, which is so cool. It's so cool that that right now, if you're like Ben, I don't know where to get. I could literally say, well, then buy this bag and you would have it, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have to worry about anything other than the clothing that. And I just want to be clear. This is completely unbiased. We have no affiliation. We no, don't. Know, we don't know them we've at all. About We're just today. sharing what we found. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So that is really cool. I am so thankful for um, the listener that sent that request in. If you have a request for an episode, if you hear an episode and you think, "Oh man, I wish they do this," please reach out to us. Whether it's just a comment on Facebook or a, a direct message, or you you find our our Google Voice number online, reach out to us, please. A great way to do that is our email address, and that is m to be outdoors at gmail Please, whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. It is just such a simple way to help us. It doesn't cost you anything except for maybe 10 seconds of your time. Please leave us a review or rating. That helps us on the platform so that when people search within the the nature platform, they find the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. We want to continue to grow so we can continue to bring helpful, educational, outdoor content to all of our listeners. Thank you to each and every person who has ever listened to one of our episodes. It, it, It just means the world to us. We look at we're always blown away that that people listen to us and that people uh, reach out to us and, and share the impact. So thank you so much for all of that. That is going to be it for this episode of the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. Follow along with us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But between now and that time, we hope that you remember you are meant to be outdoors. Thank you for listening to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, hosted by Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. Please help us by subscribing. Also, follow along on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook.